My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Hey, happy Monday and welcome back to Wake Up and Thrive. So today, I feel like today is not really a upbeat, feel-good topic, but it's one that I find is incredibly important because for two reasons. First of all, we all struggle with it. That's the first one. And the second piece is many of us don't identify that this is what we're struggling with. So today, I really want to dive into the topic of shame And again, shame could be covered over a period of like five podcast episodes. But the reason I want to start with shame this week is next week, I'm going to be bringing on a powerful, powerful powerhouse of a coach who has an incredible story of shame and sort of how she overcame it um, and how she now coaches and empowers women to really reclaim their power and reclaim their voice and courageously step out and share their story. Um, and it is a story of shame. And it's one that not not everyone will specifically identify with her story, but you will find pieces in it that you can identify with. I know I did, right? So today I want to explain exactly what is shame, how it could show up, and then some things that you could do. These are things that I do with my clients um, to really move past, move past this, this human, very human experience that keeps many of us stuck. So the way I like to define shame is shame is anything, shame is an emotion that we feel in the body, right? It truly does create and manifest bodily sensations, but it is the story that we are attaching to it um, that goes something along the lines of, I'm not blank, fill in the blank, enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not... um, a good enough mom. I'm not a good enough coach. I'm not rich enough. I'm not fit enough. Whatever it is for you, it's this I'm not enoughness. And that is shame, right? And again, if you guys aren't familiar with the most famous shame researcher out there, I am referencing Brene Brown. If you aren't familiar with her, go look up her work. She does a TED Talk on shame. Um, It's just amazing. And actually, as I've dove more into um, researching and learning about shame, um, there's there's some other incredible researchers out there. One in particular I've used with my kids at home a lot, like I've used what he teaches. His name is David Bedrick, and he really talks and encourages not just parents, really anybody on how you approach someone's shame. So go check him out. But Brene Brown is is the the world-renowned shame researcher, right? And she describes shame as an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and believing, therefore, that we are unworthy of love, belonging, and connection. 
And those three, love, belonging, and connection, and I would even add safety. We need safe. If we have love, belonging, and connection, we will feel safe. So shame is really separates us from three of the most, you know, absolute basic needs of every human being. We all want to feel a sense of connection. We all want to feel a sense of belonging and love because that produces safety for us. And so shame separates us from that. And I am really coming to, to the more clients I've worked with, the more women I've talked to, no matter who you are or where you are on your walk of healing and self-growth, we all experience a level of shame. I'm actually starting to believe it is part of the human experience because there's so much gold if we have the courage to look at our shame and then go a a step deeper and really understand what's underneath it. Um, There's power in it, you guys. Um, But also the other thing about shame is that anything in this world that separates us from a basic need is a liar. It is a thief and it, it literally can steal so much of what you're truly meant to experience. And like most emotions, there can be this healthy part of it that really um, helps us grow into the version of us that we want to be. And then there's the shadow aspect of it, which is what I'm going to really dive into today. But I just want to presence that there is a version of shame that can be healthy. Or another way I've heard it described is healthy shame is the same thing as productive guilt. And so this just might look like, um, well, first of all, we see it in kids all the time. Like when kids go and they put their finger in the socket and we go, no, and we sort of see them get like a little embarrassed, right? It, it's it's shame. That's what we're seeing on their face, but it's productive because really they don't like walk around saying I'm this bad person. They just immediately go, oh, okay, like that's hands off. That's that's not for me. I need to go play with something that's that's safer and and you know, more within my limitations, if you will. Um, As an adult, this would look like if I'm in a conversation with my husband, if I say something to him and he says, Ooh, that really triggered me. That was, that was hurtful. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. No big deal. But once in a while it, it rubs on a wound I have, right. It sort of triggers my own shame, but in a productive way. So I can feel a little shame um, response coming on, but I can easily kind of course correct and just say, Uh, Because that's what healthy shame does. It helps us course correct. It helps us get back to who we want to be. So I can just say, yeah, I'm really sorry. That was not my intention at all. Like, so sorry about that. So shame is not all bad. That's what I want to say. It becomes unproductive when we take this experience of shame and we identify with it, right? So if we are doing something and let's just go back to the conversation with my husband and he says like, Ooh, that didn't land well. If I make that mean, like I can feel the shame and course correct, or I can make that mean I'm a terrible wife and terrible human and really bad at connections. And subconsciously, that's what a lot of us do. That's the shame we're going to dive into today. That's the toxic shame, right? And you guys have heard this line before, but um, guilt really says I did something bad. Shame says I am bad. Okay. It's kind of one in the same a little bit. So um, I mean, healthy shame healthy shame and productive guilt are sort of the same thing. Um, But what we're talking about today is really this unhealthy shame. This, we form a belief, whether it was something someone said, or it was something that we did and fell a little bit short on, we take it to mean something about us as a human being. And almost to the point of we are not worthy of having the thing that we desired, those love, belonging, and connection. Right. And I really believe we are all here on earth to create more oneness, to learn, learn the lessons that are put in our path specific to us 
and our journey um, so that we can get back to oneness. And shame is almost this huge roadblock. It's a big roadblock. And I actually love working with shame because underneath the shame, there's so much more, at least for me and my journey, when I started to address the shame and really look at what was underneath it, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, I gained so much leverage on actually getting what I wanted. Um, So even though shame is super uncomfortable to address and look at and talk about and heal, it is one of the most powerful experiences you can heal. I, I, and again, the interview um, I'm going to share next episode, you'll see like it, it was the gateway for this woman really doing her best work. I know for me, it was the same thing. It was the gateway to me doing my best work in my own life and with my clients. Um, and I have a story of shame when it, when it came to my sobriety and sort of like coming out about that and sharing it. But in today's episode, I'm going to specifically um, use the steps that I walk people through when we're dealing with shame, I'm going to use it in relation to an experience um, about friendships that I had walked through most recently, like as of 2020 up until 2022, it was a a season of a lot of shame for me because I couldn't keep these friendships. I couldn't keep these connections, but what was underneath the shame was, was the gateway to my healing. It was the gateway to my freedom. Like I no longer seek love and belonging outside of me because I have it with myself. I've created such a deep connection now that I understand and had the courage to actually look at it. I now understand that what I once thought made me a really bad human being, like a really bad friend. I used to tell myself I was terrible at making relationships and connections. Now I see it was really just my attempt to get love. And so I can look at my shame with so much more compassion, which has created this deeper connection with myself to really understanding what it was that I I was lacking Um, so that I could give myself that. So I'm going to first recap three really important facts about shame that you have to understand before working with it. And then three steps that you can take in your own life today to start addressing some of the shame that's keeping you um, from the, the, the love, belonging, safety connection that you really desire. So number one, toxic shame, which is defined as any belief that we take on that really separates us from love, belonging, safety, and connection with other people. Um, And that sort of shame, toxic shame, is a liar and it is a thief. We are not unworthy of love, belonging, and connection, period, no matter who you are, no matter who you are. And when we believe this shame and we take it on as part of our identity, when we believe that we are unworthy of love and connection, that's what we experience. So it robs us. It steals us from having the relationships and the connections that we were created to have. Number two, it's universal, which is the most ironic thing because shame makes us believe we're the only one going through this. But you guys, whether you're Beyonce or you are some just normal suburban mom, everyone experiences shame, everyone. And it's actually a really... um I guess the word is like primitive part of the human experience. It's like I said, it's part of our journey to really, it's like that roadblock. It's like, we're all on this journey. We want to get to a different place. Each one of us, we have our own path, but every single one of us is going to come across shame in some way, shape or form. And the way that you handle shame, it's the same. It is the same. Um, so I actually really love that. It can show up differently for each one of us, but but it, it really, the healing process is very, very similar. And what's on the other side of shame 
is always good. It's always fruitful. It's always you getting closer to your desires. Um, So yeah, I hope that that's a little encouraging for you guys. The other thing about shame is that because it because it it convinces us, right? It's this liar and this thief, and it it steals the connection that we actually desire, and it convinces us that we're the only one. Many times when we experience shame, we go quiet, we hide. It goes into the shadows, right? We don't speak it. So this is exactly what I experienced in my story with sobriety and in my story with female friendships. I thought I was the only one because that's what shame does, right? It convinces us that something is flawed uniquely within us instead of seeing it and knowing and believing that it's actually a shared human experience, right? Lots of people struggle with alcohol. Lots of people struggle with friendships with other women. And what, what shame did for me in both of those instances was it kept me silent. And the ironic thing is toxic internal shame breeds and grows through our silence. It cannot survive when we speak it out, right? So again, you and and my interview to, or next week, we'll talk about this. You don't have to broadcast what you're dealing with on social media or on a podcast or to hundreds of people, but speaking it to someone, someone outside of you is the key to healing the shame. Because the less we talk about it, the more control it has over us. So yeah, I love thinking of shame as this um, little scary skeleton in our closet or pretend monster under the bed, right? We're all familiar with that. We maybe felt that way when we were a kid. But as soon as you look at it, as soon as you open the closet, as soon as you shine the light under the bed, you see that it's really not there. It's not real. It's not truth right? Because truth is, is we're all worthy of love, belonging, and connection, all of us. And so if there's anything you're believing that separates you from that, that's shame. And that's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Okay. So we're going to stop there today. And actually I decided as I was recording this um, to break it up into two parts. So next week, I'm going to really show you guys how to work with your shame. Um, And I I teach this in like a three-step process. So I hope Um, you'll come back because next week's going to be powerful as well. And then the following week, I will share my interview um, with the woman that has her own shame story. And it's just, it's just so powerful. So yeah, this, this shame, this topic deserves three weeks because it's that important y'all. It really, really is. So I hope this episode at least got you guys to start thinking about your own life and your own beliefs and how shame presents itself um, for you. And next week, I will I'll go more into details about that. But I'm going to end there. I really want to encourage you guys, if you know that shame is something you struggle with, don't look at it alone. You don't have to look at it alone. And you shouldn't look at it alone. Because remember, shame likes to convince you that you're the only one. So reach out. And if you don't have a trusted mentor or friend or coach, I would be honored and love to be that for you. So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. You can book a free call with me and we can just chat. We can talk about um, maybe what you heard in today's episode that sort that you want to explore, um, or maybe you know what your shame story is, and we can kind of talk about what healing looks like for you. Um, so yeah, I'm going to end here on that one, and I will see you guys next week, and we'll actually take a look at shame. Have a great week. That wraps up this episode today. I hope you learned something new and or are able to take away a fresh perspective to apply to the moments in your life. Remember to rate the podcast, share it with someone you love, or leave a review. 
I'm always grateful for your time and I'm always rooting for you to wake up and thrive. I'll see you guys next week.